Today I'm chatting to uh, Holger Hunt, who is the head of BMW's DesignWorks. Now, Holger, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, DesignWorks is one of these curious anomalies in that it's wholly part of BMW, but you also do work for companies that aren't BMW. Yes, correct. Yeah, this was uh, actually a setup going back uh, 25 years. Uh, with BMW's leadership acquiring a design studio in California. But not only for the sole purpose of designing cars from within the market, but also keeping the remaining design business intact, which is developing products and services for other companies and allowing BMW to learn from these other industries. So it's basically an outside-in knowledge uh, hub, I would say, that inspires uh, BMW's product in the front end. Now, before you were uh, appointed uh, head of DesignWorks, you left the company for a while, if I'm not mistaken, and before that you were at DesignWorks previously in a different role. Um, yes. What changed in the, the time you were away? How has it sort of evolved in your absence? Well, there was obviously um, um, a few years stint uh, at the headquarters in Munich, and that changed um, kind of you know my my knowledge and my insights into BMW greatly. Um, DesignWorks, uh, and uh, in my original role, um, is somewhat uh, and, and purposefully removed from the headquarters. So you're you're kind of um, you're not getting all the buzz that's going on inside of BMW. Um, you're you're kind of more distant. Uh, to it and by that it allows you to think also outside the box and to kind of think more wildly I would say. So now that uh, I've spent a few years in Munich as well in, in between um, it gave me greater insights into the product some of the challenges that are coming up next uh, so the next generation of cars true development and uh, with this combination of previously being at DesignWorks and then uh, spending some time at the headquarter, I now return to DesignWorks and combine those two things. So, and you talked about that sort of separation between it and uh, BMW proper. Um, you know how important is that, particularly when it comes to balancing the demands of being innovative in terms of design with maintaining that uh, unmistakable and sort of proud uh, design heritage and visual language that people associate with the brand. Yeah. Well, I, I think personally it's very important um, and it's also still a unique uh, proposition in the automotive industry. Not many others uh, retain an outside design studios. Many have design studios around the globe, but not uh, in, the, in, the, in the shape that DesignWorks exists. Uh, as a matter of fact, like our mandate is to work uh, on half of, uh, like half of what we do on external clients. So, and that remains still very valid and this allows us to um, yeah, to, to look at uh, the greater picture or the bigger picture, I would say. You know, if you if you think about mobility challenges today, uh, urbanization and so on, uh, the car alone will not be the solution. It will be part of the solution. Um, and DesignWorks thinking about mobility in its greater sense. Uh, we are we are working on rail, air, uh, road. Uh, mobility, uh, it gives us a, a, a better understanding, I would say, of, of how the whole uh, world ticks in terms of mobility. And that obviously enables uh, BMW to come up with uh, better product ideas that fit into the system. Well, Sean, we've seen everything from uh, electric bicycles up to the rail projects you've talked about. Correct. I mean, what are some of the most interesting projects you've worked on outside of the, the BMW stable? You mentioned it's sort of half of the work. 
Um, half of the work, yeah, absolutely. I think mobility is one of the primary focus uh, areas of focus for us. Uh, and then there's obviously something we called uh, digital life and how people interact with technology today. Um, very often we talk about an added complexity uh, coming uh, coming into uh, our consumer space, uh, our user space by technology. Uh, it's not always easy to use technology from the get-go. It is suggesting that it is making our lives easier, but I think we're currently probably at a peak where technology is still um, kind of something that can also be a uh, burden our lives. So um, by understanding these these. Uh, um, uh, let's say, the, the, the context of technology, the context of digital life, and how consumers really interact with technology. Again, it allows us to um, design the car differently, or the BMW product service differently. Yeah. Sure, well, we've seen a lot of that, certainly, with this, uh, with the Vision i Next. Um, yes. It seems like in the a future where there's going to be some sort of level of autonomy, uh, there's a massive shift at BMW in terms of what interior design might look yes. like and how these spaces might change. Yes. Can you talk about that a little and, and what's different in terms of you know, making it a space that we inhabit in ways other than merely as transport? Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, a very good uh, point. I think you know that the the entire iNext uh, and also even BMW i started um, with a proposition of thinking the car from the inside out, and that's a very very important point uh, where car design and you walk the car show still uh, as of today is very much about the exterior design of cars and the styling of cars uh, and people kind of. Um, um, are desiring a, a good styling of the car, but uh, more and more, uh, talking about autonomous driving, um, the interior plays uh, an essential role in how you perceive the quality of a car and the quality of the, uh, the offering, so to say. And uh, with iNext, we, we literally took the approach of investigating interior spaces, uh, qualities uh, of spaces. Uh, we were inspired by architecture, we were inspired by boutique hotels, uh, and we, uh, we, we wanted to create an environment that is much closer to the human being in of its way, um, not so much of a kind of um, a passenger cell uh, with all the safety measures and airbags and air vents visible. Uh, we wanted to create a space that is much calmer, much purer, and uh, reminds you more of a comfortable living space. Uh, so starting with that proposition, um, uh, you also have an effect on the exterior of the car, on the proportion of the car, and it turns out to be a different product in its entirety. I wonder about some of those, uh, the balancing of the ideas of what these spaces should look like versus some of the practicalities. You know, we look at things like the interior of the, the INEX and wonder about things like sun visors, seat belts, isofix uh, fittings for child seats. You know, unfortunately there seems to be, there's a disconnect perhaps between regulatory requirements and what we would do uh, if we had the option and there, there were none of these. You know, how do you juggle those uh, conflicting demands? Well, obviously safety comes first. You know, BMW is always about uh, producing products that are uh, most importantly safe to the user. So I think safety belts and, and uh, airbags are integrated. Uh, but I think, you know, one other source of inspiration was to look at uh, technology and how it is integrated into premium products. And uh, what you actually find out and what you see is that technology is more and more pushed into the uh, background, into the, in, uh, the invisible space. Uh, and this is something I think we achieve with the IMAX, where technology is there, 
and it is an actually enabling the passenger and the driver, but it is not so much in your eyes, in your face, as uh, uh, with other vehicles you still see today. Um, so. Again, I think safety first, um, and then other aspects uh, such as sustainable materials and, and lightweight materials. But uh, in terms of the technology that is enabling autonomous driving um, and other features in the car, it can be uh, pushed more into the background, uh, become more invisible. This is the sort of shy tech notion that yes, we've heard, I think, uh, talked exactly, about this yeah. um, And then how important is it for the design of electric vehicles to be in some sense distinct from those of combustion vehicles. You know, I know there's a lot of talk about uh, keeping the same shell, being able to put the same drivetrains in different bodies, but I feel like there's also an imperative to uh, make it clear visually to consumers that these aren't combustion vehicles, that mm -hmm. these are something future, you know, uh, mm -hmm. a sign of things to come. Um, well, that's a very interesting discussion. I think um, uh, there, there, there must be a sweet spot somewhere in the middle between kind of a distinctive electric um, styling or electric vehicle styling and something that looks still kind of or reminds you of a car as it is today. Uh, and that is what something we're striving for. You know, when you look at the iNext, you find actually um, proportions that, um, you know, we are used to. Uh, the sports utility vehicle proportions and X5, X6 uh, dimensions are something um, that we can uh, kind of relate to. Um, but then I think in terms of detail uh, design, the sensor integration on the exterior and also on the interior, a flat floor, um, a retractable steering wheel, all of these type of things, they then make an electric experience. Um, so I believe it's a mix of both. You don't want to create something that is offensive in terms of, oh, uh, look at me, I'm so different. Uh, but at the same time, you want to create something that really kind of excels on uh, the, the, the qualities that electrification brings to the car. For example, the flat floor. You can literally cross your legs over into the uh, passenger space uh, with a flat floor. There is no tunnel anymore. So you want to make use of those type of um, um, properties uh, to, to create a different design. And the same seems to go with the exterior in terms of things like you know retractable mirrors or mm -hmm. you know perhaps elements that we've traditionally associated with cars that may uh, yeah. fall away. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And here again, there are opportunities to combine these with with needs. Uh, for example, aerodynamic properties. We know that mirrors kind of are one of like are those items that uh, still create drag and. If you can leave them away, um, they create uh, better aerodynamics for the car. But I want to point out one thing that's very important and that has been discussed already a lot with the IMAX. There's the kidney grill. Uh, you know, the kidney grill is is very um, kind of it's a, it's a BMW icon. It's a signature. Um, we kept it, but we changed it in a way that it now can accommodate a bay of sensors, for example. So it uh, it kind of it doesn't provide an opening anymore for air intake for a combustion engine, but it gives you a surface that allows the car to see the world around it. Yeah, I think that's been one of the most contentious uh, design yes. choices. You know, mm -hmm. I think somebody would have been uh, uh, you know critical of it just in terms of the particular shape. Is there anything that informed that sort of mirrored? You know, the dents on the top and the bottom looks almost like two M's on top of each other. You know, it's quite a departure from uh, from the traditional kidney grill. Um, I, I still believe it is it, it is the signature of BMW. You still see uh, see the kidney, um, but we are obviously also uh, playing with those icons. 
Americans to see how kind of they translate into the world of tomorrow, into the world of electrification. Um, and here I see, you know, that uh, that it that it uh, serves a new purpose almost. You know, it's uh, so far the kidney have been an air intake. Now they become kind of uh, an eye to the rest of the world. Um, in terms of the specific uh, shape, I, I think, again, it's the combination of the traditional kidney grill um, and now maybe, maybe a bay of sensors. And do you think those, uh, some of the design elements we've seen will trickle down into uh, other existing series, perhaps things like the X, uh, the X range, you know, in years to come? 2021 uh, is perhaps a long time away in motoring, but it's not a long time in tech. So we wonder what, where, you know, that may appear in other um, ranges before we actually see this sort of model on the road. Well, I cannot talk about the design of future X lines, but uh, what I can say is that uh, BMW i um, is the uh, inspiration brand for BMW. And it always has been kind of the, the brand that is kind of at the forefront of design and also exploration in terms of electrification. Um, so uh, what we've obviously always done is learn from BMW i, even with the i3 and the i8, we are kind of we're learning things that we can then take to our greater portfolio of cars. Also, you know, there are a lot of the SUV seems to be one of the favoured. Uh, form factors for EVs in this in a rapidly burgeoning mm-hmm. market. Mm-hmm. Um, is 2021 near enough to still be able to stake a meaningful claim in this market, given how much competition there'll be by then? I think, you know, this is the first year where there's a lot of talk o- around the SO- SUV taking over a sedan market or kind of almost being on par with the sedan market. Uh, and I believe we've just seen the beginning of this. Um, different sizes, absolutely, but the X portfolio has become uh, super relevant. Uh, and uh, I believe with the I next, um, we're seeing just another kind of exploration into this field. So I don't think uh, 21 will be too late. Um, uh, many manufacturers uh, kind of, you know, I, I believe the market will change over the next three to five years dramatically. And obviously the SUV has uh, quite a few advantages in terms of, uh, you know, the, the size of battery, the interior space that you can utilize with the flat floor, the roof heights and so on. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's also, it's also important that, um, you know, so far the electric car maybe has the second has been the second car in the family, or sometimes in LA even the third car in the family. Sure. Now with iNext and with an SUV, it becomes potentially the first car in the family. You know, uh, range anxiety is going away, and uh, we can have such a car to to serve uh, the size of a uh, of a normal family, uh, and and also the needs of a of a family in terms of reaching uh, their destinations. Uh, it seems like, you know, performance, uh, the, the sort of mechanical side of things is very, very well established and extremely mature for BMW. Mm-hmm. It feels like perhaps it's in the interior spaces and these sorts of designs that you really have the most room to, uh, to be flexible and to, to innovate. Yeah, I think, you know, in terms of uh, um, future trends and also what, uh, what we are working on, if you, if you just think about um, uh, seating and uh, like the iNext is showing a retractable steering wheel to kind of give more room in front of the driver, uh, you know, there are obviously many opportunities to 
basically configure the interior space, um, there are two modes that we are talking about, ease mode and boost mode. Boost mode still gives you kind of, I, I think, a driving pleasure as we find them in other BMWs today. The ease mode might retract the steering wheel, pull it away, and you basically, you have time for it to do other things. Um, and the interior has to adapt to those type of modes. So maybe uh, seats allow you different seating positions and uh, the rear seat bench uh, allows you to kind of move more around instead of only sitting straight forward. Um, so absolutely challenges to the interior space, but many opportunities to configure it and, and personalize it to the different driving scenarios and to the different passengers. And I guess these exist too in other form factors. You know, if we look at things like, obviously we can't talk about specifics about future models, but you know, one can envision the future where there would be a, an EV Roadster, an EV, uh, you know, uh, X7 style model. Um, we have been talking about the i4, um, which is one of those vehicles. I think it's also, uh, you know, a four-door um, coupe style uh, car. Um, absolutely, you know, I think, um, Again, with a, a platform, the iNext uh, is for BMW not so much a single specific car, but it is really kind of um, a vision for electrification of an entire fleet. Yeah. Well, it sounds like there's some uh, exciting times ahead. Oh, it is. Yeah, absolutely. This has been uh, a fantastic project uh, to be involved with. Um, obviously, we work on those products for multiple years, um, and uh, you know we've we've went to uh, CES shows in Las Vegas to show kind of interior space explorations over the last uh, three years, and um, you know what you see on the show floor today is is already kind of uh, accumulation of uh, of three three years of, of hard work on the interior space. Obviously electrification and um, uh, the findings from the i3 go back further, um, but in terms of the iNext, it uh, has been a lot of fun already. Oh, we can't wait to see what things look like in three years' time. Thank Absolutely. you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the interview.